Polyhedron is a production of Headcanon Games, LLC, and is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. Now, on with your show. Hello, and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. You know, I think we should really go for the Evanescence intro. That was a much better intro. <laughs> Bring me to life, Matt. Bring me I know, I can't do the song. And Scott. But only 10 seconds. Only 10 seconds. Only 10 seconds, only 10 seconds of it. Can't, oh, otherwise, can't otherwise, we're just going to have to pay. Get closer. Fine. I'll Sorry. I mean, dead uh, up straight, boy. I'll I'll apologize to Amy Lee. I mean, I'll say <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take her out to a nice nice dinner, and I'm know. sure she'll take you out to yeah, a nice apologize. dinner. Actually, I'm sure her. I think lawyer. she makes more money than you do. <laughs> I'm sure her lawyer will take you out to a lovely court hearing. <laughs> oh. But anyways, we all, we welcome back, nice. everyone. Uh, everyone in the Twitch chat, hello, hello. Um, but uh, how are you guys doing? Doing all right. I had myself a weekend. Alone. Mostly. Just relaxing? Yeah, that's nice. One foot closer to the grave as usual. Yeah, oh. well, you know. Dead Melody is coming soon. Yeah, Dead Melody coming soon. To a gaming uh, show near you. I mm-hmm. fell into the dad of boy um, <laughs> hole, as it were, or aka God of War. Uh, I'm glad you clarified that, Matthew. Because, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, falling into the dad of boy <laughs> hole, that can be taken a few ways. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to point out that you probably need to clarify that because that meme is stupid, first of all. Um, and second of all, no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. So many people do. So many people I do. Cause it looks real good. It's great, actually. I, I wish I had a PS4. It's pretty useful as far as a gaming console. I got mine I, super late. I just don't have all the money for it. I've got money sunk into all sorts of projects and things right now. It's just mm-hmm. not I happening. I traded all my classic gaming stuff. and my cla- I mean, everything pre-PS4, basically. I traded it all in mm-hmm. to, get that, to get that fucking PS4. Well, uh, like I said, uh, as soon as I'm done with it, which will be a little while yet, because I just got it. Uh, I'll with it. Love it. Totally. Yeah, I love it until I can't love it no more. Touch that loving boy hole. But in... <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just clarifying. Absolutely, you did. No, I did not. Out of context, yes, you did. <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, it, it just matters what we can make you say. Yep. Also, <laughs> what can we get on recording? This is this is the age of disinformatia, friend. We can yeah. say anything. Yes, yes, there's, actually have... in a, there's actually, I think, an Adobe program that if you give it samples, could could... You could type up and it make you sound exactly like you. Absolutely, there. Yeah, is. it's yep. it's creepy. You can make creepy. pictures. Of, you can make. I mean, p- people on video say whatever you want now, man. Yeah, and a, then there's what deep fakes. Yeah, it's a deep fakes. It's Adobe Compromat. Oh yes. Uh, but anyways, how was your how's your role playing been? Uh, it's fine. Um, Sorry. I haven't haven't rolled dice in a while. Hopefully, we can get our werewolf game set up this week. Uh, yes, I Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, that not that you listen to not this, but listen to this, but um, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to getting back in the swing of that. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah, I've been real busy. The only real gaming I've been doing is I've been um. I've been uh, streaming. I've been doing the streaming uh, thing uh, because I've joined uh, 2008 One X. Yep. Um, Some time uh, period that is the yeah, present. I upgrade. I actually upgraded my computer yesterday slightly, uh, but it meant that I lost my save files on that. So I'm going oh, to start over. Vers- well, but that's fine because apparently I hadn't clicked the button that saves your broadcasts. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's fine. It's fine. I'll start over. I'm going to be doing that tomorrow on Tuesday. Uh, Good. Uh, what is the yeah. name of the Twitch channel? Uh, it's uh, Simulacra TV. Okay, cool. Excellent. Um, and Ryan, how about your role-playing? Has it been good? I haven't done a damn thing. Uh, I haven't done a damn thing. It's over, okay. I just play Overwatch. Oh, that's all you do now? Overbutts. I, I play the Overbutts just because I, I just don't have the patience. Well, I don't have the patience for Hearthstone anymore. And honestly, I couldn't afford it anyway. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I was like I said, I think I was into yeah. I mentioned last time I was into Nier Automata pretty hard, and then, mm. like after the second phase started and things got annoying, I just kind of was like, mm, "Yep, yeah, I'm done." It's like good enough. Yes, what it means to be human and whatnot. All right, well that's cool. It's okay to take breaks from that time to time. It's important to do other things in role playing because it will inspire you when you do do role playing. To, to a story about what it means to be human. 
You mean every sci-fi story? Yeah. Well, partially, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the core of sci-fi, oh, that's yeah. it's. Uh, it's uh... I'm sure we'll talk about Westworld in the uh, after I after have show. Seen it. Oh no! So we're not. No. So you will not. So you will not be discussing in the after show. What we will be discussing in the after. There are titties and guns. Yep. I mean, I yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? But There's a little bit more than that, but a, uh, but you know, it all boils down to that. But anyways, uh, what about the news and role playing? What we got? Uh, the biggest news in role playing is that uh, Vampire Fifth Edition has now officially opened up for pre-orders. They have a bevy of options that you can you can go for, um, which. Uh, all, none of which I can afford right now. Um, <laughs> super fancy man. There is such a fancy. Okay, so they're making the the like the super hardcore edition is like a. They're making five hundred of them. They're all going to be handmade using like old Spanish specialty book leather um, and book binding and techniques. book binding techniques. And, like this is. This is book porn. So that shit won't fall out of the fucking spot. Yeah, exactly. No, this, well, this is this is like okay, like for just the, for just that book, it's like seven hundred bucks. Yep. I mean, um, that seems legit for the like the picture I, I think I saw. Yeah, yeah. Glazed over, and also bookbinding isn't like easy by American no, it's method. not. It's not. It's a time-consuming, laborious process, mm-hmm. and at the end, you have a very, very pretty thing if you do mm-hmm. it right. Yeah. I. I wish that I were not as poor as I am, because that is the sort of thing that I would love to own. Mm. Um, Patrons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to uh, buy Scott my, a book. Hear my call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, there's also, you know, they've got the uh, they've got the core book and the cam book and the Anarch book coming out. Uh, they've released some snippets and some, uh, some do, art. Do we have an actual release date? Uh, I don't know if it's an actual release date. It's going to be in the fall. Uh, okay, I'll look that up real quick. It's going to be in the fall. Um, for Halloween. Man, and there is just some salt going around on uh, on the inner butts about the design of uh, the stuff. Like, Because they're going with – the style that they're going with is altered photographs as opposed to, like, drawn stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that tends to be what they're going with. And, like – That usually looks dumb as hell. I – ah, Whatever. I mean, I I like what they've put out so far. I, I think s- I think it looks new. It looks different from what they've done before, um, which like I I would I sort of waded into a comment thread on a Facebook thread Ooh, about this because mm-hmm. I just like there was some there was just some some irrational just hate being thrown around. Oh, I mean, um, don't take me saying that. I, I like I said mm-hmm. that usually doesn't sure. look good, but it requires. But it's because I don't know. Like the last time I saw a book that did this though, mm-hmm. it was like. Before Obama times, so you sure. know. I don't know. I like. I I recommend looking it up and seeing what what it looks like. It may or may not tickle your fancy, but it's just like some of the 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 comments that are going thrown around. It it made it, it compelled me to go in with basically the comment of man, there sure are a bunch of stodgy old fucks who are complaining about stuff that's not the same as when they were young and vital. Yeah, sound it's, familiar? Yeah, it's it, it it yes I. I understand the concept of if you playing an older older edition doesn't make you feel as relevant because people like playing new things, but that is just the nature of things getting older and changing. I mean, uh, White Wolf has to do new things to attract new attention to make something interesting. I mean, um, if you want to play the old edition, play the old edition. Feel free. For but, some of them, it is how they you know make a living, so yeah. they really do have to produce something. Yeah, new. and and you know they they're they've got some pretty bold ambitions for this edition and on all the other books going forward. So yeah, they they've got to reinvent themselves. Yes, um, you are tentatively correct. I couldn't find the exact date, but it looks like uh, the pre-orders will be shipping in. August, yeah, at some point, the, the, and then and then some point after there we'll get a release date. But far off, no, yeah, it's not far off. off. No, it isn't. Um, I'm looking for yeah, some blood. yeah, and in, 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 in a month or so I'm going to probably get some scratch together and and put a put the pre order mm-hmm. uh, just because it looks interesting. I'm really interested in seeing the Anarch setting uh, because they're giving that like a full splat book. Um, yeah, well, that's like far with the sort cam. Of, that's sort of like the standard book, standard like from what we got from the preliminary mm-hmm. material was. That's kind of where you start. Everyone kind of is an anarch, and then if well, you yeah. want to get in the cool kids club, you gotta mm-hmm. earn your stripes. Yep, I think that's that's gonna be rad. I want to see how they play around with that. And also, I kind of like the idea of the anarchs being kind of the base state because here's the thing that always kind of fucks you over, and when it comes to like the masquerade 
And any time you start that game, it's like, well, it's a cam game, so guess what? Dr- get on your knees, son. It's time yeah. to really get in there. Oh, in there. well, they were trying to emulate like, some 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 really dark politics. Unfortunately, dark politics is about power and manipulation. Man. And man, are nerds not comfortable with that at all? Well, also, we have enough dark power and manipulation in our in our current lives. I think maybe something where we're raging against the machine a little bit might feel feel good. And and I don't know, flip a cop car. Also, <laughs> like the anarch state, in some respects, is a little bit more approachable from a western perspective western demo, uh, democratic perspective i mean it's about about oh you have pretty much the freedom to do whatever you want but there are just like one or two rules and but don't run afoul of these guys that's all we ask and then you kind of can do your own thing whereas yeah. if you want to play the you kind of have to get to opt into the cam game you're like oh you want to play that kind of game mm-hmm. okay yeah. Whereas instead of it just being default, where everyone has to play, I'm, that game. I'm very interested to see what they do. Of course, I want to dig my, dig my hands into the mechanics of it all, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and just see what the setting looks like. Do I they think... actually give like a final like play test release or anything? I have not checked recently. I, I don't think so. Uh, I think I think they basically have done their last rounds of open play testing, and it, and it got them to where they want. They felt that the game sh- should be, um, or, or they least, just ran or, out of time, or they ran out of time, or. They, I think, I think the information that they have garnered has gotten them where they want to be. Shall we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Else? Oh no, no. One last piece of news. Now that I have clarified everything with Momocon, I want to make sure everyone is aware. We are at Momocon the twenty sixth at one a.m. We still do not have an exact spot, but that is where we will be in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be at Momocon at one a.m. Come out. Hang out with us, talk about role playing. However, and probably afterwards, we'll go to like a bar or grab some drinks or something and hang out and talk with people because we're going to be up super late that night. Mouth will make it a thing. Yeah, and also there's going to be a LARP track. There's going to be LARP programming actually all day too. So like, there's going to be LARP mechanics and like how to start a LARP and all that stuff. So there's going to be other like lots of gaming. panels and stuff throughout that day yep. so yeah check um, it out. i will be putting a the facebook link to the event on the show notes so if anyone wants to directly link to that you'll have it um when i absolutely know the exact location i will tell everyone the location but i probably won't actually know that probably till about a week before because we'll we have social media and stuff. Uh, we have one more episode that will be released before momocon and then the episode after that will be momocon proper oh, if ever if the recording Ooh. goes correct i need to listen to the new shadow run episode i still haven't done it yet uh, that drops on uh, this thursday wait i thought i thought we had the third one though right no we already had the third one that's been right. released i didn't le- i didn't listen to that one yet oh you haven't no, no that's, that's when that's when shit goes down that's when the thing happened yeah, yeah that's when i did yeah. the thing yeah and then four is the all all it's the entire aftermath of the thing. Yeah, I, I need to go listen to me do the thing again. Because <laughs> the thing is real good. It was very good. Yes, it was very very good. Uh, but that was it. That's all the news I have for right now. Just uh, yeah. Okay. So our topic today is a little kind of a kind of a weird one. Um, so uh, it's basically you know how, how would you sum this up here, Matthew? How to tell your dad about games. Yeah, uh, there we go. How to how to introduce or at least talk to someone who doesn't understand the hobby of role playing, how to ease them in it and get them to understand. Which for the most part is talking to your parents about right. it. Um, um be- I've had my, my parents have a relative general kind of understanding of what it is, but I only ever talk about it in the abstract. Like it's like right. yeah, I am still, you know, with 30 years old wearing a silly costume in the woods. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, I uh, I have my story later on for when I first talked to my parents about that, I'll, but I get into that later. Yeah, it's it, it this is typically your parents, but unfortunately our generation had to deal with this. Mm-hmm. This is this is the the old the old millennials slash the very young Gen Xers in the room have to kind of deal with it because in the 80s, there was something called the Satanic Panic, which, and role-playing got swept up into that. D&D got swept up Go into that. Go watch Mazes and Monsters with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, mangle. It's they, It's terrible. It's awful. It does not shine a very good light on a role-player, and unfortunately, it's just Tom At- Hanks, who has severe mental issues. I will also add that literally none of the, uh, none of the documentaries about LARPing... Uh, Ever flatter. ...are very flattering to us. <laughs> no. Go, hey... Don't watch Darkon, please don't. Like it's it's really really not 
flattering to us as a type of people. As a people. Uh, well, people. There, there's a difference between introducing sort of other people to just role-playing in general, and then there we're, then they have the LARP conversation. Because mm-hmm. the LARP, right. especially Balfour LARP, that is a that's a whole other realm it's of true. conversation. If we're just talking about even just like rolling dice, what Dungeons and Dragons is. Yep. I, I guess most some. I'd like to think now that thanks to popular culture, like most people have a general idea of what it oh, kind yeah. of looks like. Absolutely, did a lot of service in that regard. We have a great example. Like you could go, a younger kid could go and go, "Hey, mom, dad, I want to get into role playing." He's like, "What's that?" Here, look at this critical role thing. Mm-hmm. See these funny guys that have make a living with their funny voices role playing a game and they're making money off of this. Like this mm-hmm. is a thing they can do. And there are some other games. Um, uh, so how? When we get started, this may help a little context. Scott, how did you talk to your parents about? It? And when did you? Oh jeez. All right. So um, I guess it was uh, around when I was about sixteen ish, is when I started playing. Um, and uh, I guess, let's see, it was, um, they bought me, because uh, it was on my list for Christmas, uh, one of the one of the Vampire Core books. Mm-hmm. Um, and they bought it for me, and I got it for Christmas, and then, like, I, um, I don't think they knew what they were getting me. <laughs> um, they, they just thought it was, like... Was a, it the old Emerald book? Yeah, it was the old Emerald, like, green, marble-ish cover. Um, second, it was second edition, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so yeah, they got me that and I don't think they really understood what it was. Um, they just thought it was like a horror thing cause I was into like horror and, and goth, all, stuff. goth stuff at that point. I was, I was a baby bat at that point. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, they didn't really understand what it was. Um, and then, you know, they saw me breaking it out. They saw me like with a piece of paper and I was doing stuff. They're like, what? I thought this was a book. What are you? What are you doing out of this Books book? Books have no interactive elements. <laughs> this is not a choose-your-own-adventure. They're mostly there to make you feel bad and stupid. <laughs> uh, only the best ones. Um, but yeah, no. So I, that, at that point, I had to kind of break break it down for them what what this thing was. You know, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a novel or a, or a the thing. It was a um, it was a game, and they're like, it's like it, like. It, 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 it like just, Monopoly? Yeah, like Monopoly. It, it, it took a couple rounds of, of explaining that's like sort of an interactive. Like, I guess the, my, my hook that I eventually found to, to explain to them was that uh, I was also a big theater kid. Um, so I, I basically got it like, this is more of like an interactive theater kind mm-hmm. of acting thing. Always like, cage it in improv. Yeah. It's it, way easier if you just cage mm-hmm. it in improv. Um, and they and 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 I guess they kind of understood it for a while. I've had to I've had to revisit the topic a couple of times, um, just because you know it gets weirder and weirder, especially with the LARP stuff. And yeah, like trying to explain. We'll, we'll get into that yeah, one a little bit try, later. Trying to explain what LARP is. Trying to explain My like injuries. you know injury. <laughs> um, trying like trying to explain to them how buying me an event block for a. Uh, uh, for for a LARP game would probably would be the best Christmas present or birthday yeah. present they could get, and they just couldn't understand why that would be a thing that they should do for me. Mm-hmm. They eventually did it, so good on them. Um, but yeah, no, it was um, it was. It's so hard when they tell you what they want. Like yeah, it, no, but that's not them. useful. That's not a sweater. That's uh, not a, man. As I got older, just on the sidebar here. I actually like getting clothes. It's actually really nice. I have too many clothes. It's I, not that, I hate I hate spending money on it's clothes. It's not that I dislike clothes. I just have too many of them. Uh, I need to go through I a lot so of them. Many socks. Yeah. So many socks. So many socks. Anyway. Ryan, anyways, Ryan, what about you? How did you introduce your parents into understanding your hobby? That's a very weird question because I don't really think I have. I don't think. Ooh. I don't, I mean, I've explained kind of what's going on before in like the improv theatery thing and that there are mechanics and stats, but honestly, like, I know this makes me sound like a fucking asshole, but every time I start even, it's like, you don't care. You don't care. You're not going to retain this. <laughs> none of, none of this, do, and in my adult life now, it's like, this doesn't affect you or me in the least for you to understand this. So I'm just not going to talk about it. My parents know that. LARPing is when I just like I'll go do something in in the woods for a weekend where I hit people with foam weapons, I guess, and get hurt sometimes for some reason. But like as far as like the actual, 
I mean, they watched The Big Bang Theory, and I'm pretty sure there are oh, scenes no. in, in which they play Dungeons and Dragons, at least for moments in it. But I don't think they've ever actually, like, I mean, I wouldn't even know how to, like, be like, you should watch Critical Role if you want to under. I didn't tell my mother, though. It's like, if you want to understand me as a human being, like, listen to the first five episodes of this po- of the podcast you're currently listening <laughs> to your audience if you want to know more about me as a person. Yep. And I think she did, but I don't think it's... Yeah, my, my mom listened to a couple episodes of this Aww. and just was was completely lost. <laughs> yeah, like, well, our Babbies first is so, like, mm-hmm. so alien to some people that, mm-hmm. like, it, there's no bridging that gap. Yeah. And and that's fine. Like they just as long as long as they respect it and yep. they don't like mm-hmm. value that it's a thing that I care about. Yeah, I, n- I never really they they never they never got to the like demonization of it. My mother yeah, they, ha- my mother once referred to LARPing as a phase. Yeah. And I had to uh shut that shit down real hard and I was in my mid 20s as if something it was something as like I would get over. It's like, mom, I I essentially met the equivalent of my wife doing this. <laughs> like, what about this makes you think it's a? F- w- there are people who do this into their sixties, mom. Like, this like, is a part of their existence. This is uh, part of them. Well, shorthand is this is a thing that makes it harder for me to see you on weekends. So I I don't like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. there. Now we get to the root to the root of that oh, problem. Well, I mean, she's never gonna hear this episode. So. <laughs> I got your number, mom. Sorry. If she calls me. By the way, if I get a phone call about oh, this... Oh, you got to tell us about it. Yeah, I will let you guys know if she actually, like, secret listens yeah, to my podcast. Re- record it. Record in. your conversation. <laughs> hey, Mom, wait, wait, wait a second. Listen. <laughs> Click. It's like, I'm sorry, Mom. It's just, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. You'll see me. You'll see me. Yeah, so my my story is, um, so many, many moons. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school, uh, and so I, but I... You know, find your local gaming spot, right? Got introduced to role playing, and I kept going to this place, my came, uh, comic book store, and hanging out. But my parents weren't really there, so they didn't know what, really what I was doing. Just thought I was probably playing Magic or playing video games or just hanging out with people. Until one day, I I think I remember distinctly, it was in my kitchen, and I'm, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go play vampire with my friends, and they're like, you're gonna go do what? Um, and she got a little, little defensive about it. And I got defensive about it because she's like, what are you doing? What do you mean you're playing vampire? I'm like, mom, I'm just, we're playing creatures of the night. It's like theater. (laughs) I had to do that. And then I had to explain like, mom, the argument eventually led to mom is better that I do this or I could be out doing drugs because I let, I slammed that one on the table and she was like. Okay, okay. <laughs> man, that's a false dichotomy if I ever heard one. But oh, I guess I if that if yeah, that at worked, that point in that. time, you that, that was appropriate. But honestly, man, like it nerds, kept me out of weird shit. I'm, nerds, as I, as a general collective, like if you go over the entire expanse of nerds, nerds. more straight edge than not. Like people that like I've known tons and tons of like more than. Not who are just straight edge folk. Like they'll have a drink sometimes, but beyond that, dude, like uh, in in my up till about my early twenties, I was I was pretty uh, puritanical. Yeah, actually, a lot of like, especially like video game nerds. Weirdly enough, that I've met, despite being one of the most hostile groups of people ever, who could well, really use a Xanax. While you were getting drunk, I was honing the blade. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I Insert can sh- meme here. I can shine dash. Can uh, shine dash is like I don't know what that is. Shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know so what that is. my conversation, I'd been doing it for a little while, but a little while at that point, and then I kind of slowly eased my parents into that as long as I'm not I'm having I'm actually making friends hanging out with friends and you know having a good time and not doing something I mean, that could th- throw me in jail I think, I think that was, was their biggest problem I think that was the thing it's like oh he's going out and seeing human beings and interacting with human beings and not playing World of Warcraft or doing something else which was a problem I yeah. assure you it was <laughs> and so I had to slowly and eventually I started doing LARPing and then I had slowly sort of like Mom, I'm going. I would say, Mom, I'm going to one of my games this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it, I mostly that didn't happen too much before I was in college and I got out of the house, kind of a thing. And then after I came back after college, I was like, Well, I'm still doing my thing. And they're like, Okay, that's fine. And so they've long since accepted it, especially uh, yeah. since literally my wife I met at a, a waffle LARP and we're happily married and we're still doing the thing together. So. Huzzah! Role playing is not a bad thing. I was 22 when I started LARPing, so that yeah. was like that was a 
that was just kind of a weird thing I started doing when I, I barely saw them anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like I just suddenly had this other thing I was doing. It wasn't that big of a deal. Now I've heard now I've heard some horror stories about people who either at the very end of the very sort of moderate end of that would be like, oh, I just wasn't allowed to role play. I wasn't allowed to play these games. Where the other one to the far end of the extreme of like banning people and grounding people if they caught books of those types of books and being very a lot of these families being very uh, religiously strict, which is super weird because it, not to get on any sort of pedestal, I think it is deathly obvious what my opinion and probably our opinion is on this sort of thing. But if if role play in games teach anything, it is a teamwork based game mm-hmm. in which. You have to like so it's it's actually a general net positive for all those things that a group of people like that might yeah, yeah you, you build know, you build social solve, skills social skills problem solving critical thinking uh you know math time ma- management time management mathematics like, if it makes you feel any better I guess you could call the source of the paladins power Jesus like if it makes you feel better I had people I had people who played kind of like that I remember hearing Great. stories if about you want that Yahweh to be your fu- your if you want to be the motherfucker who is the like the Slayer, who who was blessed by Yahweh himself, it's like you can't get much more Bible than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Man, yeah. that that just reminds me uh, of the uh, the first vampire um, computer game, uh, Redemption. Uh, there was a great moment in the earlier stages of the game where you know your your character is playing Crystal Thromuld, who's like a, who's a crusader. Uh, and when he's getting embraced, uh, and you know his his sire is explaining his situation to him, like he just he like he he throws up the Jesus at her, and she's all like, "Oh, oh, please! You can dress it up however you like. You are a killer of men." Yeah, yeah it's... this this changes very little. <laughs> um, and, and so, not to, to get off the that uh, I mean, aspect of it, it, there was a time period in which. Role playing was seen as a much more darker and problematic situation. Um, it can happen from the time I think we've explained it a little bit for, on the on the show. If you're looking for a hilarious uh, version of it, uh, a group I forget what the name of the group was, but they did the uh, uh, Darkest Dungeon. Oh yeah, um, movie movie, uh, which is based off a. Uh, Chick a, track. A chick track, if yep. anyone doesn't know what that is. A fellow named Jack Chick used to release uh, comic book tracks that were basically anti-everything good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just the most insane religious fundamentalist nonsense, one of them, which was called Darkest Dungeon, which was a track about how Dungeons and Dragons will pull you away from your friends, family, and eventually lead you to either murder and or you'll commit teach suicide. you magic spells oh, to yeah. mind control your parents. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we'll teach you magic spells to mind control yeah. your parents. Well, I think that I think that was kind of at the core of it was the idea that this that you're you're using magic and you're casting spells and you're you're dealing with dark and weird entities. They just they didn't understand that it was all make believe. Yeah. Like they thought that it was some sort of gateway to like, like genuine, hidden messages well, were genuine occult shit. Yeah. Well. Not to throw too much shade, but in that particular regard, that group of people is not very good at compartmentalization on these <laughs> sorts of things. Fair enough. So maybe the idea of abstracting out these things into make-believe was hard for them. I'm done. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so in general, granted, this is we, we, we're about to get into the LARP conversation mm, about no this, the buffer one. It's the idea of... Be polite, be compassionate, and hopefully whoever you're, if it's your parents, hopefully they're very understanding. If they're not your parents or it's like your older friend or somebody Just say or Sheldon like a relative. Just say Sheldon does it. It's yeah, fine. And, everyone's parents watch the Big well, Bang Theory, right? Well, and now we have yeah, movies. Yeah, because they laugh like, at us. Yeah. <laughs> it, the Big Bang Theory is nerd blackface. I, I for some reason, uh, had to explain and... to my mother why Howard is a, is a problematic character. And why mm. Raj is a problematic character. It's like, you do realize that he's like a weird, like the most stereotypical Jew that was ever a Jew. As <laughs> Jewish people, you should be upset about that character. <laughs> it's like, but he's educated. It's like, okay, mom. That okay. doesn't mean he's not a stereotype. <laughs> but he's a doctor. Actually, th- that almost makes him a stereotype. Just yeah, educated. really, it does. Yeah, as, a, as a 30-year-old Jewish burnout, let me tell you about <laughs> grad school. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, and so... Um, you can always like, especially like I said earlier, you have the resources of Critical Role. You have many other let's plays of other games too. You don't just have to do D and D. You can um, in fact show your parents our videos. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or or podcasts games. or whatnot, or our podcast. And if that's you wish. actually pr- primarily why I decided to make Polyhedron to begin with. Was hey, would you like to introduce someone to X or explain Y to them? 
take an episode that you want to show them and give it to them so that they can un- try to understand it. Or live the lie. You know, yeah. just, yeah, you just, just closet just yourself. Never talk about it with them, which is absolutely fine because most likely it won't matter a lot. Right. It's, because, it's, I mean, if, if you're of an age where you, you have to justify these things to your parental unit or guardian or whatnot, you can just outweigh it. It may also... It, well, this is actually a funny thing, speaking of, like, at that age. Mm-hmm. It's like... There might be thematics in, like, your wedding or something that your parents might not understand. <laughs> Why is so, there a D20? So you might need to explain some things about your wedding to your parents. It's entirely possible. Which, I mean, we all know, like, nerds have weird-ass weddings, man. They have some very specific, like, why would you go with the Red Wedding theme for your wedding? Yeah, I don't that's know. horrible. I, I, I somehow managed to get most of my family Dressed up as like Tim Burton looking goth. Yeah, because it was a costume. It was a costume. Yeah, it was on. It was on Halloween. So we uh, we we did that. This is Halloween. And and to to my extended my my immediate and extended family's credit, most of them went to the fucking nines. That's good. I'm I'm, yeah. Uh, Actually, that's another good. uh, Never thought this day would come. Halloween. Hey, on Halloween you dress up as a weird character Mm -hmm. and you go out and go. Yeah, you're doing specifically trick or treating, but you're kind of trying to be mischievous. and weird. I've always. Like I've met, weirdly enough, I've met haunted house workers who don't quite get large. What? What? It's like you're already doing it. <laughs> you're just like, taking that next You have next literally step. all the tools, except there is a way you can touch people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a little extra. It's a foam bat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because man. we can touch people with violence. That's the appropriate. That's the only way we can it, touch other I people. I really speak. Slight aside. I really want to try the Nether Nether World haunted house. Um, escape the escape room. rooms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they moved to Stone Mountain though, so it's a bit yeah. more of a drive. But, yeah, but you know, I, 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 now I mean, that I've, I'm definitely going this year to check out the new site. Now that I've done an actual escape room once, I actually really, really had a great time because the dude who led us through was kind of a role player himself. So it's, he was getting into character, and we were all we we didn't have to be yeah. in character, but. It was really fun because it was basically an elaborate module. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it was—an elaborate module. Non-carriers of the gene. Yeah, which uh, that may be a way of explaining it. Yeah, uh, that's another way. Like if you know, if you want to take a family outing, like, hey, let's do an escape room uh, and stealth explain this is LARPing. You've just LARPed, mom. I, I actually like someone of a uh, someone we all know. To, her, mm-hmm. His wife went to an escape room as mm-hmm. part of her work thing, and when he got home, he's like, "Did you enjoy your little LARP?" Because <laughs> oh. she makes fun of him, and yeah. so, but yeah, it's like, did you enjoy LARPing? Because that's what you just did. You, you just, just did it. You just did. Yeah, and so now we're into the, the LARP conversation, especially the boff LARP conversation. Because, man, this is more elaborate. This is way harder because yep. you know you can kind of like, oh, look at Stranger Things if you want to kind of have a general understanding. Yes, I know they're little kids and we're adults, but whatever. Oh, yeah, you saw Sheldon do it. I know. I keep going back to that. Well, but and. I don't know. Maybe your parents watched the IT crowd for some reason and saw the four, the, epi- the first episode. Actually, of the I would show my parents that before that anything else. Because that shit's too real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's running mysterious. Yeah, yeah if everyone just Pulse. watch the IT crowd regardless because it's hilarious. It's great. It's an older it's uh, BBC show. You get to yeah. watch the whole thing beginning to end and it's actually just complete. It's like only like eight or nine episodes? It, it's, no, it's 25 episodes. Okay, okay. It's four six season episodes and one final Yes, long episode. But there's one episode in there that it's about role playing, and it is mwah. if you are part of that culture, it is perfect. Well, it also it's- has the perfect element of these nasty, nasty chads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> being, How's it going, dude? Being being forced to play Dungeons and Dragons and for, to get into for it. work, and just getting like sue. Stay your blade, Lucius. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of shit. Uh, that, um, that music is ruddy, mysterious. But yeah, so uh, yeah, the, the the LARPing conversation was was a different one because I had been I had been involved in parlor LARPs for a while. Um, so we just go and dress nice in a yeah in a, in a yeah room. just yeah. Went nice, went draw nice in a room. Uh, so it was just more of a matter of. Uh, and by the time I was um, started boffer larping, I was I th- I was out of the house by that point. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't have to explain all that much. You didn't have to to get your parents on. Why uh, do you need these materials? Yeah, Why do you need yeah. these costumes? I, I, I had my job and I had my my uh, my my apartment and whatnot. It was just a matter of like. Yeah, it was just a matter of like, like, well, what are you doing this weekend? Why can't you come over for, for X event or Y event? Well, I'm doing this thing. Well, what are you doing? I think the thing that that lands the hardest on those in our immediate families and our loved ones who do not take part is why it is more important than they are because it usually <laughs> is. 
Well, um, that's that's, that's a personal choice. Yeah, but you know what? It may you may you say that, but I've seen you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've seen well, all of. Okay, us so my it. story about that is. After I did the little role playing, only a couple of year or two later, I started getting hard into uh, buffer larping, and I'd have to get my parents or I take my car, and I'd have to go away for a day or the weekend, and that was a conversation because I kept I did it so fanatically, especially towards in the middle of college, that almost all my weekends were eaten up by some sort of LARP or some sort of game that I didn't hang out and do stuff with my parents that often, and so yeah. I got the reputation from my parents of. Matthew's always busy on the weekend. You have to like schedule like a month in advance in order to go. Okay, Matthew has free time to come well, and hang out. Practice with us. for having adult children. Actually. Yeah, like you should like my parents and I don't like meet at the drop of a hat for God's sake. But I think it was most. Oh, when I was in grad school though, that was a conversation because that's when my mom started thinking it's like started blaming LARPing for all the problems I had in Ooh. grad school and not grad school for all the problems I had in grad school. It's like man, sometimes people just aren't good at this shit. I'm doing pretty well considering. Considering everything that happens. Well, I definitely had that conversation with my parents about, do you think you're gaming too much? And in some points in my life, especially when I was younger, uh, about college age, eh, maybe I, oh, I, I had to scale it back a little bit. I had, to they weren't I had to go for the throat, man. I had to go for the throat back then because this is like like in the bad times. It's like, yeah. Mom, this is literally the only thing that get, brings me any joy in the entire world. Please don't ask me to stop doing it. And that was the last time she ever did. Ooh. I mean, it, 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 it can be a fundamental I'm outlet. I'm fine, everyone. I'm fine now. I'm much more well-adjusted. It's been five years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, that's probably going to be another episode some point in the future, um, a, a non-clinical sort of conversation about game addiction and, and allowing gaming to become too much of a crutch in your life. Um, that would be a very interesting conversation because I'm sure we've all had some measure of experience. You can call that, that one why is polyhedron getting too real. Yeah. Oh, it's because we're getting older. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think as it didn't really matter how weird it got. It didn't matter how much um, uh, I, I could – by the time I really got into all this stuff, I could just basically say I do what I want. Mm, right. yeah. They couldn't say say anything about it. It's oh, your life uh, at that yeah. point, especially I, if you moved out. I mean, it's mostly just having to talk, like, when you have a weekly conversation with mm -hmm. someone and it comes up a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, if it's the only other thing in your life that's going on, anyway. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's just... Yeah, it, it's so it's a weird to have to have the LARP conversation very similar to the the basic role playing improv conversation. theater plus Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. Yes, pretty much. It's like I'm playing, a, I'm personifying a character. I'm trying putting on the costuming and the makeup and following the rules in the rule book, just like I do a normal tabletop. But I'm going out in the middle of the woods. Um, uh, I once uh, had a situation where I had to go to the hospital. My parents had to meet me there. Uh, from a LARP, but that's because I had my cornea scratched, and that was sucked. Yeah, was that. Were, but, you, were you still in costume? Uh, no, no, by that just, point, no. Shh, shh, by that point, no. The better story if you say you were. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't, because I had to get driven two hours because they didn't want to call. Uh, it wasn't an emergency that I needed an ambulance. Yeah, I'm just seeing you in your soul, like the whole, <laughs> the, the full, plate the big plate with like the fucking guy. Oh, you know, that, like, that injury, uh, a base. little bit of a sidebar, that injury happened Friday night of the game. Oh, mm -hmm. I went to bed because I didn't know, if, I didn't know what happened. So I didn't know if I was going to get better or worse. Mm hmm. I woke up the next day in equal amount of pain mm. and I had to get my buddy to drive me home because there, there was, there was no go anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I was done. Um, so I, but they didn't want to call an ambulance just for that. So they're like, well, you've got to drive because I drove with someone. Well, mm -hmm. did you, so he drove me all the way. You grand laying around. So yeah, that's good. Well, I had health insurance at that point. So it wasn't that terrible. And also they're like, they looked, you know, I did die thing. They're like, oh yeah, your cornea scratch. You'll heal in about five days. You'll be fine. But Friday uh, night. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did miss the entire game. That sucked. Another uh, another way to, to spin it, if you're interested and you have to have this conversation, is you're exercising. Hmm? You're out, you're running around in the woods. Yeah, I'm, you know I, I'm out with my friends. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, 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 but if some, once someone actually gets in, like, I'll quash that mm -hmm. real quick because it's just like. Unless you're fighting, you ain't exercising. <laughs> well, walking well, around—it's a, walk, it's a walk, convenient lie. It is a convenient lie. Walking around is just something you should just be doing anyway. Yeah, it's true. You should just be walking around. However, I will say, walking back and forth in some of those places between—if mm -hmm. you are a oh, person a hike. who goes between the barracks and the tavern, the barracks and the tavern—it can be a little bit of a—it can be a little bit of a schlep. And if you do it a whole bunch, yeah, at that point you're getting a good. 
you're getting a good jog on or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be more. It can be, and we've talked about this in our LARPing episodes. Is it can get exhausting. It can get tiring because most people aren't can, used to walking that much. You can blow. You can fuck up your drivetrain pretty bad. <laughs> or just being older. I yeah. found out. Yeah, uh, I've, I've all, known other all the pains. well myself and a couple known other people that like waffle larping when they got into it they got super physical like they got they started actually exercising on a normal basis because they really liked it and they wanted to be good at it and so that was a motivator for them that where they couldn't get a motivation somewhere else they did that um, which I always encourage it, of course it, so be better at fighting dudes it, fighting dudes yeah. That none of that ever ever inspired me. Oh, that's I, you, I was, you were a singular individual. No, there are plenty of fat kids playing LARP and they like to throw packets. Yeah, it's true. I too enjoy throwing packets. Um, I do as well. I enjoy striking motherfuckers about the <laughs> shoulders, not head and neck. That's not you. That's usually not legal. I, I well, with the packet, it's fine. With uh, the packet, it is fine. Don't aim for the head though. <laughs> not supposed to. But although I, mean, I do, I do like shooting things. Gun, gun, shooting gun stuff guns is. Fun. is Satisfying. Yep. Yep. Good. Um, so, what other things do we think that if you were trying to introduce role playing to someone else, what would be the best methods? Uh, um, there's like board games that kind of require yeah. it of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know that those exist. That board games that kind of require like you to be descent hero. I mean, these are Arkham, ho- Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror. I mean, I don't know. If Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler tends to bring it out in people. Yeah, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I still want to do Suddenly that stream. Everyone no, we're gonna to... do it. We're gonna do it. As soon when when when, when my setup is is complete and ready and yeah. tested and, and ready to go. Germans will appear. The Germans. <laughs> we'll have we'll have Disco Hitler. Princess we'll Hitler. Everybody's Hitler. Everyone's Hitler. And it's, we're all going to be dressed Hitler. up as Hitler. And it's going to be... Techno Hitler. A- asterisk. Nazis are bad. Nazis are bad. This is purely us being sat, uh, being a spoof and satire. I mean, I'm literally sitting right here. I'm pretty sure I'm your pass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Don't that. Don't worry. I'll punch Richard Spencer in the face for you if you need. If like if you need a picture of me at the beginning of it, just punching a picture of Richard Richard Spencer and urinating on it, I'll do it. Like I'll, I'll just do it. Patron content. Patron. Patron content. <laughs> if you would like to see me <laughs> to defile a picture of a Nazi in weird ways. That'll be a dollar. <laughs> if you if you know a Nazi, if you know a Nazi, I will find them and we'll we'll talk. <laughs> okay, DM this me. conversation just went up. DM me, yo. Yeah. <laughs> slide into my DMs. We'll talk. <laughs> slide slide on into my DMs. <laughs> um. Yeah, but in like I always said, if you're trying to actually, actually, if you're going to go to the next step and you're trying to actually not just tell them and teach them about it, but you're actually trying to encourage them to do it. Too bad Kelly couldn't be on for this episode. Yeah, because she's in a unique position because she's a second generation nerd. Yeah. Uh, my wife Kelly, uh, who's been on the podcast before, we need to have them on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have, their, they, they, they have their, their own, own now. Po- yeah, they have their own podcast. It's fantastic. Crossovers. Yeah, I, I'd be down with it. Uh, but anyway, uh, she, as a second-generation gamer, uh, her parents, uh, specifically her dad, uh, is a big-time D&D guy. Um, he has a ridiculous collection of D&D stuff. Um, and they ran uh, a campaign. I think it was once a year. They would basically take an entire weekend, whole weekend. And, their, and their friends would get together and they would run. And that, that's a thing I've heard of. Like my buddy mm-hmm. Julian, his parents would do that too. Yeah. They, when he was like ten, like everyone would come over for the weekend, just bring as much food and mm-hmm. probably weed as they <laughs> wanted, and like would just play Dungeons and Dragons all weekend. Yeah, and uh, her, they eventually let her into the campaign. Uh, and she was very young at the time. I believe she was like 10 or something. Uh, and that's how she got her start. Like that's, that's, she was, she was already one of the people when I met her and I was just so, so refreshing. Uh, uh, my, my wife had the opposite. She wasn't until Christine dragged her to play Force of Doors. She really hadn't been doing much because she was a band nerd and no one really sort of uh, introduced her until after she's, she actually went the reverse route. She went mm-hmm. larping and then went to, Table topping after that, stuff. and so it's she. She realized, oh, I'm actually a, a total gaming nerd. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. yeah, no, I mean it's it's a uh, it's definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean if you're trying to bring someone into the hobby, there's there's like like Ryan said, there's board games, there's um, there's all sorts of. Ways. There are video games you can do. There are video games. Video yeah. games are a great way to do that. I like mean, Mass Effect. Have you played Mass Effect? Okay, you have the bare bones idea of what role playing. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. Decisions have consequences. There are mechanics. There are mechanics. I don't know. I, th- I think. I think. Um, I feel like the escape room might actually be like the escape strong, room is a fantastic the, one way of the to do it. Like visceral. Tools. 
You know, guys, I think I think as we're talking about this, I think that we are we're projecting our own our past on this. I I really don't think the kids these days have a problem. I don't think they have as much of a problem. I think I think it's just so ubiquitous at this point that if someone wants Remember how hard it was to find people to do this sort of mm-hmm. thing when we were kids because we didn't have a real way to, like, communicate. Like, the internet wasn't as big of a thing. Like, no one had created, like, I'm sure someone will email me and tell me how wrong I am, but screw you, I couldn't find it. Um, but, yeah, there was no, like, collective place, like Obsidian Portal or any of these sorts Roll of, like, 20 and stuff like you that. You know, like a Facebook, a Facebook group where, like, a million people in a city are like, I am always down for a one-shot. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just didn't exist. So um, you found the people you played with, and you played with those people as, mu- as long as you could. What existed uh, back in the early days of the Internet were, uh, like, chat room... Uh, forum based mm-hmm. uh, and AOL, AOL, and uh, moos and mushes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Which that's that's how it how it did its thing. Um, and those I had some experience in in my young younger days with that sort of stuff. And oh boy, that's another world. Um, it is a very special place. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. people. I remember doing. I was doing role playing before I was really into role playing on like AOL and AOL, chat rooms I mean, and stuff. It had the di- I mean, it had like a, a command line, yeah, you can dice roll dice. rolling mechanic, yep. and people had written entire like soft like, like little macros, progr- and little mm-hmm. programs that macros, you set up macros, do dice roll commands. That's, that's essentially the extrapolated version of Roll Twenty now is mm-hmm. just an entire platform right. for just playing games. Also, it was very. I mean, it was a whole very interesting like role playing setup amongst like hundreds of people who had just agreed to a rule set. Yep, mm-hmm. and there was guild fighting, infighting. There were forums for it. There was like loggers that you would log conflicts with people. There was whole like. There was risk style things going. Yeah, and then I had you, a good old time. And then you had had the the first MMOs like EverQuest yep. and and Ultima Online. And you, you had WoW with RP servers specifically, like Earth and Ring. Yeah, yeah. But the long the long and the short of it right? is that y- y'all y'all have it easier than us. Yeah, the uh, youngsters do have more, more access than we do, which is a, just an overall like I'm not going to shake my fist at these kids. Thank God. I actually know. Yeah, I'm 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 of the opinion uh, I'm of the opinion that. Good. I'm glad you have all the access that you need. But yeah, I think I think uh, every, people have it much easier than we have it nowadays. And I think uh, that's just such a nice thing. No, it's great. It's lovely. fantastic, and I'm not jealous at all. I'm no, little, actually, it's okay to be a little jealous. No, I'm actually okay because that limited my choices, and by limiting. <laughs> By limiting it for people who can't see Scott right now, he was looking, staring menacingly into the camera. He's <laughs> not jealous at all. Um, I, I, in some respects, I liked it because because I don't have the ubiquity. I had more limited options. It forced me to deal with people. It forced me to I, interact, and it forced me to play very specific you, games. You know what? I think you're kind of right in that because the schizophrenic nature of my my gaming group, which was consisted of about between seven and eight people at any given time, the playing new games, always playing and trying different games because we would get fucking tired of D and D. Like I, I have only hard. tried as many tabletop games as I have tried because of that group of people, and like so, a lot of this hot knowledge I'm spitting on this <laughs> podcast, I'm faking it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> comes from just this very, very wide schizophrenic sampling of gaming I had when I was, you know, between the ages of like 14 and 19. No, I, I, the reverse could be said. You have so many options that you can try anything and do talk to anyone, especially do online games and stuff like that. And that's great, too. Um, I'm actually happy. There are more probably role-playing games out there for everyone to experience than there ever have been. Yeah. Um, and D&D is in a great place to really... And that's why I think D&D is still supreme. As somebody said on Reddit once, D&D is not a game. It is games. It is multiple types. It's kind of almost a generic system, mm-hmm. even though it fashions itself as the traditional fantasy system. No, it's all drizzits. Shut up. <laughs> it's nothing but drow all, all, all the way down. It's all drow. With, with stuff like Discord and and all these all these yeah. communities and Roll Twenty, I I really think that we're we're living through the Renaissance here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we're we're board games had it. Yeah, I think board we're games had it. We're having point. it now. Two steps from the Oasis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, virtual. Actually, I wouldn't doubt it that that you have Uh, VR stuff. Yeah, the VR chat thing. Like, I mean, I've only seen the game grumps do a little bit, but people seem to be really into it. 
like recreating little zones at like real places in the VR chats and oh man, Second Life. Yeah. Oh man, well, that's just been around for goddamn that's ever. That's been around forever. I I've dabbled in it a little bit. Uh, it's weird. Like that. That's that's the the weird beating heart of of uh, the internet. Of the, Someone of the like, don't don't kink shame and dive in. Also, uh, to, <laughs> the movie surrogates kind of like yeah. Yeah. it's like someone took acid and played Second Life for a couple of days, and it's like I have an idea for a Bruce Willis movie. Actually, it was a comic book. Surrogates was a comic book before it became a movie. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, actually, no, I. I, I Man, that came off wrong. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I knew you didn't. You didn't mean anything by it. I think my story was more fanciful, though. Yeah, though no, it was. It, it doesn't mean that creator didn't take acid and also take and play Second Life for a while, yeah. and then come up with that idea. Uh, and in general, there's a lot of resources. Definitely look them up. Um, I would say if you're having a hard time and you're a little bit younger, wait it out. It'll oh, be yeah. okay. Big time. It will be okay. Um, Go to college. Uh, Go to college. You'll find someone who Eventually, you'll get out of there. If if you if you are getting grief and if you are having problems with it, uh, first of all, they're wrong. Uh, The people trying to stop you are wrong. Uh, You are right. You are righteous and pure. Um, (laughs) Oh boy! And and you will you will one day you will one day be free. You'll be you'll be blessed. Also, very little that happens before you're 18 matters. So don't worry about it. <laughs> um, obviously, don't don't. I mean, yes, you can do the whole rebelling thing and all that. And if you got to keep it on the down low, okay, that is your choice to keep it on the down low. But it's one of those ideas that it's actually of all the things you want to keep on the down low, it's probably one of the most harmless things you could. I'm do. just saying, some, really some other 16 year old being a complete and utter wad to you isn't going to affect you when you're 20. Yeah, that's true. Or it will. But then take revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> sweet, sweet revenge. Yes. Best serve cold, my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, I think that's kind of where we're at in the conversation. Um, uh, I, we have a new outro, so we won't have to do the grand old rigmarole. Uh, all I can say is thank you very much for joining us, everyone in the chat. If you came by, thank you very much. Um, if not, uh, go where your fun is. Go roll some dice. Hey, Matthew here. I just wanted to let you know, if you want to get feedback to Polyhedron, you can go to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the show's Twitter handle at polyhedroncast. Uh, if you'd really like to help us out, you can go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash polyhedron. Uh, give us a buck a month and become one of our bosses and really support the show. And if you're looking to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can find Matthew at BioImportance. You can find Scott at DivisMallCalf. And you can find Ryan at Arduous. Do you want to spell it? R-J-U-O-U-S. And finally, just so we can wrap it up here, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere, give us a five-star review. It really helps our exposure. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>